If a rap came home to like the way I came home and did more numbers than me, I would be mad. I, you have every reason to be mad. Every reason. Because no matter how much dirt y'all throw on my name, no matter... And I've seen everything. Everybody want to be quiet now. For two years, y'all made fun of me. Y'all done made memes of me. Y'all done threw my name in the dirt. Yo, rat, bitch, fucking... Y'all didn't go through what I went through. And I still came home and I'm a legend at the age of 24 years old. Because I came home and a rat is doing more numbers than you. I would be mad too. I would. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. And, and another thing I want to address. For the king of New York shit, let's cut that out. Little boy, sit down. If you don't got this watch, I'm not beefing with anybody from New York if you don't got this watch. If you don't got this watch right here, you a little boy to me. I'll kiss you on your forehead. You a little boy. Sit down. King's home. It's over. Hey, man. Your man's, your man's Daniel Hernandez is, is tripping. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's tripping. You know, on Instagram Live, you know, what did he say? He said, if you don't got this watch, we can't beef. You a little boy to me. I'm gonna kiss you on your forehead, <laughs> man. Like I, your man, your man is 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 crazy, man. This this whole Takashi six nine thing has just taken a whole a whole turn, and and we we got a lot to discuss today. I, I want to break break this whole Takashi six nine situation down. I want to bring this or take it back to the beginning um, because I want to know. There, there's a lot of things we got to get into. Um, welcome to episode seven of the TNT podcast. TNT, TNT, TNT. Yes, We're sir. Here. My favorite number, number seven. Number, number seven. Please, you know what I'm saying? It's the God number. It's the God number. And we usually yeah. record the God So Yeah, the God number. I like that. Episode, episode seven. Um, I'm your friendly neighborhood co-host, Timothy. I got my brother here with me. Um, you know, go ahead and let him know. Yeah, man, it's your boy Talorian, and uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Yeah, so um, yeah, let's let's just give all the bullshit and just get right into it. So, <laughs> your boy Takashi Six Nine has just been going nuts on the internet, and I mean, he's been he's been going nuts since as as far back as uh, <laughs> twenty seventeen, as far back as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, when I first, I think I first heard of Takashi Six Nine, and my introduction to Takashi Six Nine was did with uh, DJ Academics, and mm-hmm. this was in 2017. This was right after the Gummo record came out, which I like that Gummo song. That Gummo song is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is right after the Gummo record came out, and he he kind of came into the industry through the gate with controversy and allegations um the interview that i remember uh with dj academics which i guess is his right hand man or his butt buddy i don't know what they are to each other i'm gonna just call him his butt buddy um the interview was basically about uh the the allegation that takashi 69 had allegedly and i say allegedly um raped a younger woman um and the interview was basically him trying to clear that up. Um, and I'll get into that in a second. But I really just want to know, what what was your introduction to Takashi 69 When did you first hear about him? I, it was either... It was either DJ Academics or... Uh, like, when, when he was with DJ Academics or I think uh, either when he went on Breakfast Club. I, I can't even remember my first time hearing about him. I just know it was like... I guess around the time he first came out or it just was on the scene, I guess like around 2017. And um, it just seems like out of nowhere, he was just big. I was just hearing his music. I was like, who is this guy? And so I heard his music. I knew he was, uh, his music was different. It was a, a different type of sound. But uh, yeah, it, it had to have been like three years ago when I first heard about him, either on the Breakfast Club or with DJ Academics or something. It was like somewhere one of those times where I first heard about him, and um, of course, you know, he gets your attention with the face tats, the hair. I was like, oh, this dude is trying to be seen. He's trying to, I guess, make a statement or be somewhat different. But uh, I just know the first time I saw how he looked. 
I was like, okay, yeah, he he on something else. Let, let's see how this is going to be. I was like, this is already starting up, starting crazy with him with the face tats and all of this. I was like, he's going to do something off the wall. Then I started hearing about different allegations and just right off the back, he was just spewing crazy stuff. So I was like, oh, he's going to be a he's going to be an interesting person as, as a celebrity. I'm I'm already seeing right off the back. So but that was pretty much like my introduction. I, I can't remember which one, but uh, I know it was just my first time hearing about him and seeing seeing him. I was like, yeah, he's going to be he, he's going to be a weird one. I'm just we don't we just going to see what he's going to do. Yeah, the the image the image definitely stood out to me. Uh, like you said, the rainbow hair, uh, the, te- the the face tats. Um, you know, he's I believe he's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a lot of a lot of things that that we don't usually see in hip hop. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just getting back to the DJ Academics interview. So I I uh, saw that interview and kind of formed up an opinion of him before I even listened to a song. Uh, Cause I did see that interview before I listened to the song. Mm-hmm. I went and listened to the song shortly afterwards. Cause I believe the Gummo record came out. Um, I want to say a month or two before that interview came out. So this is, this is early in Takashi six, nine, Takashi six, nine's career. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw this interview and let me just tell you, I had no idea that he would be what he is now. Um, Man. You know, the just to kind of give backstory on the uh, the allegations of him, and I, I don't want to, you know, you know, harp on this too much because I don't want to, you know, it, it's old. It's something that happened a long time ago. I don't really want to, uh, you know, stay on it too long. But uh, for the people that don't know, uh, he had allegations against him that he uh, raped a young woman who was supposedly at a party that he was at. Um, he he is saying that he did not know that the girl was as young as she was. Uh, she was pretending to be older than what she was. Um, uh, they leave the party or whatever. And, you know, the next thing you know, he has somebody calling his phone, uh, you know, trying to get information, trying to see where he's at. So he, I believe he turned himself in. I think he turned himself in. And this is the beginning of, you know, Takashi six nines road of, you know, being on the inside. I'll just say that of being on the inside. And what I'm saying about being on the inside, that's actually going to tie into a conversation that we're going to have later. Um, but that was his, that was that was him, you know, being on the inside and in the beginning. Um, so after that, I went and listened to the Gummo record, and I like the Gummo record. I like that song. Mm-hmm. I, I think Takashi Six Nine sounds like um, DMX, uh, yeah. DMX, um, Onyx, uh, Fredro Star, Sticky Fingers, all them guys. That's what it sounds like to me. And I like it. You know, I, you know, I like, I like hardcore hip hop, mm-hmm. um, especially New York, hardcore hip hop. He's, he's from New York. Um, so that was my introduction to Takashi six, nine. But again, I had no idea that we were going to get to this point that we're at right now. Same because, um, all of this, like you said, like with his music, I love I love the I, I love that hardcore hip hop. It just seems like he's putting himself in scary situations because I don't know. He he just seems like he keeps getting in really bad situations because I keep hearing and reading that he's not really the the life that he claims is not the life that he really lives. It's like he's he's putting more craziness on his life than what it really is but um i don't know it, it I, i'm a little i'm a little nervous for dude because he he's getting into a lot of mess and it, it just seemed like it's coming back on him mess he's created i guess you could say um it, it just i don't know it's, it's a scary situation right now yeah, yeah, he he's beefed with with a lot of different artists. Um, you know, I think, you know, the first one that that I remember was Trippy Red. He got into a beef with Trippy Red. He's been in a beef with Chief Keef. Um, yeah, I mean, I there he's been he's he's beefed with so many different artists and you know, at first I kind of looked at it as like, okay, he's taking the 50 cent approach. 
mm-hmm. you know, how 50 Cent, you know, came in the game and, you know, was kind of saying everybody's name and kind of using that to his advantage. And it worked out well for 50 Cent, but mm-hmm. um, it kind of backfired with Takashi 6ix9ine. So I don't, I don't really know if I want to take this all the way back to the very beginning. Um, yeah, let's, let's take it back to the beginning. So uh, a lot of people probably don't know the reason why he even went to jail in the first place. Um, it was for, uh, of course, racketeering charges, um, and a, a bunch of other stuff. Um, but to me, when I look at that, that whole Treyway situation, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of just made me ask myself, um, is this, is this street code or, or, I don't know because I'm not a street guy myself. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not cut from that cloth. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe someone can kind of, can kind of explain this, but my question is that I, that I kind of want to start this off with is, is it a form of toxic masculinity to follow a street code? Because in one of his Mm -hmm. Instagram live videos, he explained If you were in my situation, you would have snitched too. I had, a, I was in a situation where the people around me tried to kidnap me. They tried to set me up. They tried to take money out of my pocket. When I when I went on tour, there was a situation when he went on tour and he got extorted uh, for I think like five hundred grand. They they said that they were gonna, uh, you know, do some things to his family if he didn't pay. So, is this a form of toxic max? masculinity and i want to start here because i think this is something that needs to be addressed is it a form of toxic masculinity to follow this this street code because i guess my question is is snitching when when should someone snitch and when should should they not snitch i guess would would be the question that that's a man that's a really good question i don't even know how to answer that <laughs> cuz it's um so i i just want to say when it comes to Takashi, I, I feel like I don't know if it's the people that's around him or just certain situations he's put himself in. I it, it just seems like he put himself in such a bad situation that it's it's almost just like he's stuck because right now he's he's in a he's in a really scary situation where his security is he, he has a lot of security and I feel like he's just afraid to even walk out the door because it's he don't know what might happen like to his family or to him. So that's the that's a scary a, a scary thing in the process, just walking out the door. I mean you have money, but at the same time, it's scary because as soon as you walk out the door, you're a target and that's coming from like people that are not fans of you and people that are in the industry. But that's a really good question. Cause I don't even know how to answer it because it's just, I just feel like he got to get out of a sit. He has to get out of doing all this stuff he's doing. So he wouldn't even be in that position on trying to figure out a street code or uh, should I snitch or should I not, should I not snitch? But it's just it's a bad situation yeah and, and first off i just want to say this um going back to what you said about him you know leaving the house is a scary thing to leave the house i just want to let all y'all know right now if any of y'all try to kill this kid right now you're an idiot because he's in the feds mm-hmm. right now is the worst time to try to to try to touch him mm-hmm. he's in the feds like mm-hmm. i i don't even understand what anyone's thought process would be if they're trying to touch him right now it's not a good time to touch him right now and i'm not i'm not i'm not wishing death on anyone i'm not saying that anybody should go do something to him of course he has a daughter you know he has people that love him so i wouldn't want anything like that to happen mm-hmm. but it's it's like what you said man you you you're 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 a good kid he came as a good kid and he was brought into the he was kind of put into a situation mm-hmm. where he had to it's like he's um, like in a situation almost Right. He was put in this situation where he was kind of able to 
excel his career as a rapper, but also put money in other people's pockets who came from a different walk of life. Mm-hmm. And um, you're you're you know the the toxic masculinity thing. The reason why I asked that is because now you're put you're put in a situation where you're kind of forced to mm-hmm. you know, abide by these quote unquote street rules or or be seen as a as a real nigga which is what he said mm-hmm. he said he, he doesn't understand the concept of being a real nigga and i i mean that that that's another question that i have what what is a real a real nigga is it is it is it something that that is um man i don't even want to get too super deep i feel like i'm getting way too deep on this conversation <laughs> is it something is it something that is a problem within our community that we have to live up to this real nigga expectation. And, you know, when you take somebody like Takashi 69, who was, who was a good kid and he was put in this situation. Now it gets him in this situation where he can't leave his house because he may be murdered. Man, it's, it's man. I, you know what I think it is. I think it's certain, um, I think it's, it's certain people's uh, views on what a real nigga is. And um, and I think some people's version of that is toxic. That, like their mind is like, this is what real niggas do. And it's like, okay, if that's something real niggas do, do <laughs> real niggas like cause themselves to get killed? Because some people's version of what that is, is will literally have them dead or in jail type of thing. So if that's the view, I don't want part of that. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want, if that's your view on what like a real nigga is, then I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be in nothing that's going to have me in jail or dead. So it's, it's just a scary thing because he's, he's now living uh, it just, uh, he's living a scary life because it's like uh, if he has to abide by a street code, he's a snitch. And then it's like if he don't snitch, it's just a it's he's just he's caught in the middle. He don't he don't even know what to do. So it's like um, yeah, it, it's just really really bad because it's like it's probably more things he could snitch about that he didn't snitch about, and it's. You just you just don't know where how far this can go when it comes to Takashi because it's like it, he he's just he's just caught in the middle he's just caught up in the whole fiasco you know yeah and and that's that's a conversation that needs to be had too because the music industry lets these things happen mm-hmm. and it's ruining it's ruining people's lives and I feel like mm-hmm. at time you know the music industry can kind of kind of take you know, people who come from, you know, that lifestyle and just kind of use it and, um, I don't know, just glorify it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it, it's just crazy. It's just crazy, you know, the, where, where Takashi 69 has gotten, because for a lot of people that don't know the gummo video and, you know, he was in New York and he had all the bloods in the video, mm-hmm. um, he actually didn't know any of those people in that video. They just kind of came up to him and they were like, yo, we can get money together. He was like, okay, I rap, you know, I do this, I do that. Let's team up and let's, and let's get money together. So, you know, you kind of had him, you know, just kind of put in this situation where he, Mm -hmm. again, going back to that real nigga thing, he had to, you know, be a real nigga. And that's not what he is. Exactly. Exactly. Because I didn't yeah. even know that as far as uh, the bloods being in his video. I didn't know there were some people he just didn't know. But I, I know that artists do that. But that that's a scary thing to do when um, I mean, people put people in their videos that they don't know all the time. But as far as just putting people that live a life that you don't live or like a gang life that you don't live or just certain things. It's, I mean, it's, you gotta be careful. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you have to, you really just gotta be careful in, in the music industry just because it, it can have you like Takashi in jail, 
uh, snitching, doing all of this craziness. You don't know what to do. You just scared. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he didn't know, um, he didn't know Treyway. He didn't know any of those people that were in that video. They actually, and these are words that came out of his mouth. They met that, that, well, I don't know. I don't I actually don't know if he said this or if DJ Academics said it, you know, cause I, like I said, they're both butt buddies. So whatever one of them says is the truth. I mean, I don't, um, but yeah, he didn't know any of them. And uh, he kind of was in the situation where it was now him and Treyway. And, um, you know, the result of that was, you know, getting extorted for money and getting kidnapped. And, you know, which, which you know, could have gotten him killed. And got him to the point of, you know, that, you know, the situation that he's in right now where he had to uh, tell. And... So let, let's just go ahead and fast forward to, to now. Um, he gets out and he gets on Instagram live and there's 2 million people mm. that are, that are viewing it, which is ridiculous on Bruh. that, you know, 2 million people that are viewing him on Instagram live on the day that, or not the day that, cause I think he went with, this was, I don't know, maybe three weeks or so after he got out. Um, so people were, people were waiting to see what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what does this mean for hip hop? Because obviously now I guess I'm seeing it as now there's a lot of people that don't agree with what's going on, but I've seen a lot of people not care about the fact that he snitched, um, you know, I see, and, and this is not really what, what, again, it, I mean, I don't even really going back to the whole to- toxic masculinity thing, I guess being, being a fan of hip hop, you know, this kind of, uh, behavior isn't condoned, but is this going to be something that's going to be okay now moving forward? Because obviously he's embracing it. He put a rat emoji in the, in the music video, the Gooba, mm-hmm. is that the song Gooba? Mm-hmm. He put a rat emoji in the video and he's literally poking fun at the fact that he snitched. So is this something moving forward that's going to be okay? Is, I don't know. Is this going to be okay? Uh, I guess for him it is. Uh, I don't know as far as other MCs or rappers or whatever. I don't know how they're perceiving that. I mean, I know some some rappers are probably saying like a snake, a rat, or whatever. Um, and then you know, some some people are like he had to do what he had to do. But uh, as far as hip hop, I I don't. I guess since he's just one person, he can't really. I mean, I guess it depends on who's following and who the people are that think it's okay or who don't think it's okay. I don't really know how, in a sense, that's going to really affect hip hop. But as far as just him, I mean, he gonna he probably gonna stick with it. It 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 probably even made him more famous. You know, we talked about that maybe what a few episodes ago. Um, this is probably gonna just like make him even even more famous because to have two million views already on Instagram, I don't really know who gets. 2 million views on Instagram live. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means for hip hop, honestly, because I I just feel like he can only speak for him. So I I don't, I don't know what that's going to mean for hip hop. Cause I'm pretty sure it's, it's some people that think it's some people that's like, he had to do, he had to do some people like he's just a snitch. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means for hip hop moving forward. We just we just really gotta wait and see and see what it'll be what it'll be with other artists if they get put in a similar situation like that or I don't know or just not be in that situation at all just try to <laughs> just try to get away from situations like that but we just don't know we just really have to sit back and watch honestly when it comes to hip hop and music in general. Yeah, because I want to say, 
you you hit it on the nail. You I remember um yeah, in our previous episodes you had said that Takashi Six Nine was gonna come home and get right back on his bullshit. And I was just like, nah, I don't think it's gonna go, I don't think it's gonna be that simple. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you were right. You were right. You know, and, and I guess that that's one of the main reasons why I'm surprised is because I did not think that it was gonna go like this. I did not think that he was gonna get out and have two million uh people on Instagram watching and you know he put out his new song which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in a second mm-hmm. uh he put out his new song and it, it, it did you see the thing where he um did so uh did so many numbers on youtube where he like surpassed eminem or something i can't remember what video it was for eminem but he did like more numbers than eminem in like 24 hours no nah, i didn't i didn't uh, i think i saw that video i, I didn't know it went past eminem's um, wow, that is that's insane. I because really? a lot of people don't surpass Eminem when it comes to views and certain numbers uh, in hip hop and in music. Usually, that's insane, actually. Yeah, and I can't remember which which music video it was from Eminem, but apparently, you know his uh, his Gooba music video did more numbers in twenty four hours than whatever Eminem video that was, and I think that was like the highest. YouTube views that a, that a YouTube video has ever gotten in history in like 24 hours. So he he did he did that coming off of everything that he's that he's been through. It's just, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy to me that um, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling he's, he's more famous. It's it's insane. I don't know anyone that gets two million views on on Instagram. Not even Justin Bieber and people love him like <laughs> like i don't know anyone that gets 2 million views on instagram yeah it's 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 pretty ridiculous um in the, the past couple of days you know he's had to uh relocate a couple of times cuz people have mm-hmm. been uh finding finding his address so he's been having to relocate and I, I think that that's crazy too that he's in a situation where he's having to continuously relocate himself uh, to stay safe, but uh, no. Going back to the the Gooba song, did did you get a chance to listen to the record? I did. Yes, I definitely did. So I'll I'll just ask you, what did, what did you think? I mean, it it honestly sounds like the other music I've been listening to by him is uh real grimy, real <laughs> just like I was saying, um something good to work out to. It just it, I like it. It's just like a grimy, hard hip hop song. It's just it's the the sound you're gonna get uh, from him that that New York that just hard hip hop. I like it. What about you? Did you like it? The song, the song. I thought the song. I thought the song was okay. Um, I like it. It it, it is the same hardcore sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like um his. I like that gummo, and then he has a song called Billy that I like. So I'm I'm into more of the like the hard hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was crazy that, again, going back to what I said about the rat emoji, mm-hmm. that he's he's literally just throwing this in people's face. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me, but I'm just stuck on the fact that did like this is actually happening. Like, we actually have <laughs> someone who went through this situation and he's free, and this is the kind of stuff that that's happening. Um, so this kind of caused him to say that he was the king of New York. So what, what do you think about him saying that he's the king of New York? And the reason why I asked this is because if we're looking from a number standpoint and we're looking at what people consider rappers to be, whenever we call them the re- the best rappers, he is the king of New York whenever we're talking about numbers and, um, you know who's making the most sound in New York? Because you you can make the argument that uh, Cardi B could be that, but I don't even know if Cardi B is doing two million on Instagram Live. I don't know if her music videos are mm-hmm. are doing what his just did. So, is he the king of New York? Um, I mean, if we're going off of just numbers, I guess yeah. But if we just going off of just artistry real deal artistry i'm gonna say no 
But if we just going off the numbers, then I guess you would say he is. But uh, I mean, but for me to be a fan, I, I'm a fan, but not really. It's it's kind of weird when it comes to Takashi. It's like I like a couple songs here and there, but it's that that King of New York claim is that's a little that's a little bold. I don't know about that one, but uh, if we just going off of the numbers, then I guess he's quote unquote the the, the king of New York. But yeah, that's that's a pretty bold statement, I would say. Yeah, because his first the first project that he came out with, um, every single song that he put out went number one, every single one. So like the whole entire album charted Mm. and, you know, again, like it's like what you said, like if we're if we're like there's certain conversations that you have. But if we're if we're talking, you know, numbers and we're talking buzz and we're talking, you know, who's making the most noise. And his music is not is not bad at all. Like mm-hmm. his music is not bad at all. It's actually it's actually kind of dope. I actually liked, you know, the first project that he put out, and then I actually uh, listened to the second album that he put out be- right before he went in, mm-hmm. and it was actually good. Um, so it's not that it's bad, but I think you know when it comes to him stating that he's the king of New York, um, and I and when I say king of New York. To me, I'm not saying of all time. Obviously, he's not the king of New York of all time, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we're talking right now in this moment. I think that there's a case that can be made. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if I mean, if you ask me, um, I'm probably going to go with Cardi B just because Cardi B has done a lot within the uh, small amount of time that she's that she's, you know, been in, you know, the mainstream light. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to argue if, you know, somebody says, you know, Takashi 6 9 is the king of New York. I, I don't think I would argue because I think the numbers are there. I think, you know, and, and, and maybe, maybe we could go as far as to say that maybe his numbers are the way that they are because people love controversy. Exactly. Because, you know, niggas love hype. And, <laughs> uh, and, um, and hype comes around when uh, there's a lot of hype. Like a lot of people gonna flee to it, whether that's on Instagram, on YouTube, whatever it is. He's he has hype around his name, so uh, and that that hype just increased, and it might just keep increasing. We we'll just have to wait and see, honestly. But uh, yeah, yeah, and you know another another thing too that I wanted to kind of point out is you know him going on. Instagram live and immediately already starting a beef with Meek Mill, you know, it, it's just everything that Takashi six, nine <laughs> does, there's always a reaction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of just want to get to the bottom of, you know, why that is. I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's the fact that he is just provoking, you know, artists. And, and I wonder, I, I want to know why artists respond. Mm-hmm. Why, why do y'all artists respond to Takashi, the, the way the only way to get him to go away is to ignore him. Exactly, but I, I'm going to not because if I'm a if I'm an MC, if I'm an artist, and he says something to me, I'm going to not even respond to it. But it's back to what I was saying. It's just him stirring up more controversy to put his name out there. It's, it's keeping him more famous. It's keeping him famous more more so maybe more so than the music, even though. It's like the 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 controversy draws people to the music, and that's just keeping the fame. That's keeping his fame. Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 a crazy situation. Um, going back to his his legal stuff, you know, all of the all of the stupid shit that he's done and been a part of in his career. Um, I know, you know, neither, neither one of us come from, you know, that, that street life or street background or, you know, whatever, whatever y'all want to call it. Um, what is your view on snitching? Um, and do you think in his situation, 
he should have snitched or should he have gone to jail? I think it was for 47 years, which is what he was going to go for oh if he didn't. God. It was, it was going to be 47 years. Um, in his situation where, like I said earlier, where he was being extorted for money, where he was kidnapped. I don't know if you, if you know much about that story about him being kidnapped. Um, I heard a little bit about it. it. Yeah. So apparently all of this ended up being from his own team or, or Treyway, um, I should say of people who kind of set him up and, you know, kind of put him in this situation. So do you think he was right to snitch or, or what, what was he supposed to do in that situation? Man, it's, it's a really scary situation, but, um, I see why he did what he did. I mean, I mean, what, 47 years, who wants to do that? I mean, do you really want to live by a street code to stay in prison for 47 years? I mean, or it, at least, at least for me, if if I'm if I'm the guilty person, I'm I'm gonna do my forty seven years. But if it wasn't if I wasn't the the cause of whatever, and it's they're saying I'm going to get forty seven years, but it was some people that did it, and it wasn't me. I mean, I, I, I'm not I'm not doing no for I'm not serving time for anyone. <laughs> I, I love my life way too much to serve for anyone. I mean, I love, I love people, but I'm not serving no prison time for no one because I value me. I value my life. So I guess all I can say is I'm not serving time for anybody. And if I didn't do something and uh, people around me did it, but I'm supposed to serve time for them, I'm not doing it. So I guess if that if that's what snitching is, I mean, I guess in a sense, so be it, because I just know I'm not serving time for no one. That's just scary. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Would you have said anything? Would you have snitched or what would you be? What would you do in that situation? I'm going to tell you right now, if I didn't do it, I'm not going to jail. <laughs> I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it like that. I, if I didn't do it. I, 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 yeah, I'm with the same, I had, you know, same sentiment of what you just said. If I didn't do it, I'm not going to jail. Um, but that puts, puts, well, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's kind of a weird situation. It's, it's a weird situation because I think, you know, there was some allegations that he was, um, paying to get someone killed which was the racketeering charges that he had. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a weird situation. I don't know. I don't know what the specifics is, uh, specifics are with that. I don't know if he um, kind of had, you know, the rest of them, uh, Treyway take the rap for that, or, you know, I don't know what the situation is, but you know, if, if he, if, if what he's saying is, is true about all that stuff, you know, the kidnapping and all that, which we, we saw the footage of the kidnapping. There was a there was a clear video of him being kidnapped, and I think there was audio too, of him trying to get away. Um, then I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't want to sit here and say that he was right to do what he did because mm -hmm. obviously, if you align yourself with those kind of people, exactly. Then see that that's that's a weird thing. That that's that's the reason why I say it's a weird situation because he was the one who aligned himself mm -hmm. with those people. So yeah, I'm not going to put myself in that situation where I have to snitch or not because it's like once you get in there, once you get in that situation, and you're forced with oh, do I snitch? Do I not snitch? I mean, because some you, you could snitch and still get. <laughs> 47 years <laughs> i mean it's like oh he right. did this he did this they could be like oh but if you say who did it you'll have two years and you'll say it and it'd be like well we lied you, you still got this 47 years so i mean so i'm not even gonna align myself with people to even be in that situation so that, that's why i say it was so hard that's why it was kind of hard to answer that question it's like Am I snitching or what am I doing? Because, because I'm not even gonna try to be in that situation. Because 
I guess he just felt like he just had to snitch to get lesser time or just to save himself. He's like, I got a family, I got a kid. I'm not I'm I'm saving me. I don't care if we was friends. I'm just I'm saving me for me. I mean, but yo, I'm just not gonna even be in that situation. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky situation. Um, what I was gonna say was, um, it, it's it's definitely a hard situation because now, you know, if if you if you are, you know, just kind of, you know, putting everything on them and kind of making them kind of take take the fall for the stuff that you did. Now it's just like, damn, you're 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 putting these people away and taking them away from their families. And you were a part of all this. So that that's why I say it's like, I don't know. Like, it's a tricky situation because mm-hmm. when I look at it that way, I'm just like, you you got into this. You were around these people and you get taken in. And now you're just, you know, kind of putting everything off on them. Mm-hmm. And now they're not going to be able to go home and they're going to have to go to, to, to prison for however long. And you're out free. That that to me is some is some bitch ass shit. Yeah, I, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Cause it's like if I'm doing if I'm doing anything, if I'm doing any if it was anything that I did, I'm only I'm gonna take fight for what I did. I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take uh responsibility for what anybody else did in the situation that we all got ourselves into. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take responsibility for what I did in the situation. You take responsibility for yours, but yeah. It's it's um, but to yeah to say to be in a situation like that and to snitch and be like, oh, um, uh, he did this and uh, but not to take you know responsibility for what you did and uh, or to to just put stuff on somebody else. Yeah, I'm, I don't agree with that. That's that's insane to me. Yeah, and I think I think that's the reason why a lot of people are so you know, kind of stuck on the, on the snitching thing um, is because when you really, when you really look into everything that kind of happened and everything that transpired, um, it kind of, it kind of seems like he just let them take the fall and, you know, he kind of, kind of snitched. But I actually, this is actually uh, interesting that we're actually talking about this because I saw a conspiracy a while ago. Uh, when I say a while ago, I probably say like a year or so ago, uh, when all this was going down, that he was actually in or a part of the feds when he first stepped foot into the industry, mm-hmm. which I thought, which I thought was very very interest uh, interesting. So people uh, were kind of speculating that he was starting all of these beefs. And, you know, because you know how when he when he first um, when his trial was first going on, he was uh, he he mentioned Jim Jones and he mentioned Cardi uh, Cardi B. Um, and he, he said, uh, I remember that. Yeah. So he was saying that they were also uh, members of the nine Trey bloods. And um, he was just continuously throwing out names, which is kind of how the, the whole meme started of Takashi six nine, like snitching on whoever. That's how that meme started. Mm-hmm. Um but a lot of people were kind of making this uh, uh, the speculation that maybe before all of this transpired, he was already conspiring with the feds. Because remember, going back to the beginning of what I said, he got had those rape allegations. Mm-hmm. So he was he people were saying that he was probably already in from jump. There's there's really no telling. There's there's probably really no telling you. You you really don't know when it comes to Takashi Six Nine. I mean, every time I hear something, it doesn't really surprise me. So, if if that is the case, if he is um, with the feds or whatever, I mean, nothing nothing is starting to surprise me anymore when it comes to him. It's almost just a just wait for it type of thing. Yeah, and you know. Um... You know him starting starting beefs with uh, Trippy Red and Chief Keef, and um, I think really the only friend that he had in you know the 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 span of his career was um, X was XXX and Tassian, rest in peace mm-hmm. uh, to him. 
but I think that that was his only friend um, throughout this throughout his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of people were just kind of saying like maybe he was starting beefs with all these people to try to you know get them to go ahead and just do something so they can just go ahead so that so the hip hop police can just go ahead and get them. You know what? That almost sounds. That almost sounds true because it's like he's going after people that uh, that have <laughs> that have constantly. I don't know, not con- yeah. I guess you could say it's some people that have uh, been in trouble. I guess when it comes to the law and stuff like that, like him poking at Meek or like you know him like going at Meek trying to get Meek to get out of character. It's almost like he's he's trying to get people that have been in the street life and that's trying to just live a different type of life now, but you know, like they're a street person, but at the same time, they're, they're trying to do something different with their lives. Like that's why they use hip hop to, you know, like move themselves forward, like move themselves forward. It seemed like he's trying to get people like that came from the streets and are, are big and famous now, or at least starting to blow up. It seemed like he's trying to get them out of character or something to, uh, to to kind of yeah, just to yeah, like you said, like a hip hop police trying to get people out of character to see what they'll do, to see if he could land them. I don't know either in jail or in prison or something type of thing. So it's it he's really a a scary person to deal with because it's it, it's it's like he's trying to get people to. Almost, if they were a street person, they're trying to get away from that. It's almost like he's trying to get them to resort back to their old ways, and that's kind of bad to kind of constantly be provoking people. So, if that's what he's doing, that I, man, that's that's bad. That's scary. Yeah, because why did he? Why did he mention Jim Jones and Cardi B? Yeah, that that's so random. Like, oh, y'all getting me? Oh, y'all might as well get Cardi B and Jim Jones because they was they was a part of the Bloods or whatever. I, I mean, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> it's like, why are you giving, uh, like, why are you giving more information than they asked? It's like you just randomly snitching. Like that's that's weird to me. That's crazy. Yeah, and then yeah, I I wouldn't rule out you know. Because I, I feel like this is this is another way for them to get to people that they can't get to, you know. Because I remember mm-hmm. when Takashi was beefing with um, YG, he started beef with YG out of nowhere. Um, he started beefing with Casanova, uh, which we all know that Casanova is is a, a certified goon um, for sure. You know, like, <laughs> like I said, uh, Trippy Red. Uh, you know, pulling up on on uh, Chief Keys Block, um, O Block, you know, in uh, Chicago, and you know, messing with Chief Keys baby mama. Mm. Like, I, I, I really, I, I really, you know, wouldn't, you know, and and right now, you know, it's just like the Instagram videos that he puts that he that he put out recently, where he's you know showing his jewelry and showing his chains, and you know, talking about his watch. I wouldn't be very surprised if the feds were funding him at this point. Man, I, it almost feels that way. It, it almost feels like he's aligned with the feds. It, it's, <laughs> man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that, that comes out later on that that he was he was the feds the whole time. Yeah, man, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be very surprised with that. Um, and then yeah, taking the um. Take it. I wonder if he's going to continue to take the 50 cent approach um, as far as just beefing with the entire industry and just kind of using that as a way to, uh, you know, get itself to the top. Um, you know, him and 50 cent have a lot of similarities, you know, hit, you know, I kind of compare him to 50 cent in a lot of ways because uh, 50 cent came in hip hop in trouble in the beginning. You know, he had his uh, issues with Ja Rule and, you know, he was beefing with uh, the whole entire Murder, Inc. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, there was even an allegation a long time ago on 50 Cent. I don't know if people even remember when um, Irv Gotti went up to Hot 97 
and uh, pulled out a restraining order and said that 50 Cent pulled out a restraining order against them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people kind of kind of held that against 50 Cent. And, you know, of course, 50 Cent came out and he, you know, denied it and all this crap. But then, you know, later on, it came out that he actually did open a restraining order against uh, Murder, Inc., Ja Rule and Irv Gotti and all of them at that time. So, um, you know, not not to say that 50 Cent snitched or anything like that, but I think 50 Cent was the was the first one who kind of came into hip hop and just kind of like terrorized it the way Takashi is doing it right now. So that's why I like Takashi. When I think of Takashi Six Nine, he reminds me a lot of Fifty Cent. Yeah. Yep. And a lot. Yeah, of- he, he he definitely does. It's just how he's uh, getting different people in the industry to kind of, <laughs> I guess, kind of get out of character, whether it's in the comments or being in a face or something. He he's just. Yeah, there, there's definitely some similarities. Um, I I just feel like he's he's suffering a little bit more for it. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think Fifty Cent was ever put in this situation. I don't think anybody in hip hop has ever been in this situation. This is why this is why it's so crazy to me because we've never seen this. We've never seen this before in hip hop ever. Exactly. Like it, it just throws you it just throws you all the way for a loop. He's tatted, he got rainbow hair, he's a Hispanic guy, he's just <laughs> he's doing he's he's snitched, he's getting people out of character, he got a crazy sound, like his music. Uh it, it's just like he's just not what people are used to. It, it's just it, it just throws people off. So it's almost a thing like where you're thinking, shoot, he might be with the feds. <laughs> you just don't know. Which also takes me to my next thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the term industry plant before. I think so. Um, I think I've heard that before. You know, there, there's there been allegations that he's also an industry plant, uh, basically for people out there that don't know what an industry plan is um, an industry plan would be someone who was manufactured by a record label. Uh, they were given, you know, an image and given mm-hmm. all of these things and they were just kind of like put, put there. Like they were just kind of like where, like, I don't know why I, I hate to use him as an example, but you know, Russ, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rapper Russ. Yeah. A lot of people use Russ as the poster boy for industry plan. So that would be an example of an industry plan of someone who just kind of came out of nowhere. They have a gigantic fan base. Mm-hmm. They do all of these numbers on YouTube. They're streaming all these numbers. And, you know, a lot of people were even going as far as to say that the two million Instagram followers that he had or uh, two Instagram viewers that he had two million Instagram viewers that he had. Sorry, excuse me, were fake and fabricated and people were saying that, you know, maybe the label uh, put that all together or maybe the feds, like, put that all together and just told two million people to come watch his. I don't know, man. It, this is crazy. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, when it, when it comes to him, you just really don't know because I've never seen, like I said, I've never seen that many views on an Instagram live ever. Yeah, that that's, that's insane. You know, I remember when I first saw that, I was like, is this real or is this a troll? Because I feel like at this point, Takashi 69 is just is just trolling. And, and the sad part about it is, is it's working. Yeah, it's working. Yep. Yep, exactly. It, it's, it's a thing. It, it's really a thing. It's where. I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know if he's, I don't know. It, I know he's trolling, but if he's not with the feds, I, I'm, I, I don't know where there's any peace because it's like, how, like, how do you keep peace with all of this going on every day? You have to constantly move. You have to, constantly like constantly watch your back every single day 
and I don't know. Yeah, it, it's just he he just he just like an industry troll, and yeah, it might come it might come out later that he was with the feds. We just we just have to wait. Yeah, I think I think he could he could possibly be, um, both with the feds and a plant. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, um, I could see it. But where where do you think um, where do you think it goes from here? Do you think he becomes a bigger artist? Do you think he becomes the king of New York, so to speak? Do you think he possibly gets killed? Um, what what do you where where do you think his career is going from here? I mean, honestly, if he keeps going down the same route, I don't see it being pretty as far as him I mean it might be it might increase his fame and he might just keep getting more and more famous uh it might increase his record sales but I don't know that honestly I, I don't I guess you could say that God knows the end result and I but the end result that I'm thinking is it'll be a scary sight if uh he just continues down this path that he's going because he's it's like he's making too many enemies and it's like when you have so many enemies it it just don't seem like it'll end well it seems like it ends in death but I'm not wishing death on him I'm just saying it's just when you have that many enemies it's just it gets it's a scary thing but uh yeah uh I don't know What, what do you think what do you think will be what do you think will come after this or what do you see down the line in the future for him? Honestly, I really don't even know, to be honest, because I I've been, I've been in this situation before where I've been surprised every time. It's just like I told you before, like I thought, I thought it was over. I Mm -hmm. thought that he was going to get out. I thought nobody was going to care. Nobody was going to view his his Instagram. Nobody was going to care for his music. I thought it was done. So at this point, I'm I, I'm just going to say anything could happen. He he may next year, he may be the greatest rapper alive. Who knows? <laughs> we just he may know, man. every time he surprises me. He may come out next year and he may start rapping like Black Dot. I don't know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I'd be so shocked because I mean you and I both know Black Thought is probably the greatest lyricist of all time. Ever. If if like probably that ever lived ever. <laughs> so <laughs> man, it just you just don't know when it comes to him, bro. When when it comes to Takashi. I, I really don't know, bro. Yeah, only time will tell. Well, Takashi Six Nine, I don't want to continue to talk about this, you know, for a long time because you are in the feds and the feds are probably listening. So we're just gonna go ahead and get off of, uh, you know, the subject before we get taken to jail and we have to snitch. <laughs> but uh, before we go ahead and wrap this up, uh, Ludacris versus Nelly predictions go. Um. So. Fan, big fan of both, really big fan of both. But I'm a bigger fan of Ludacris, and uh, I think there might be some hits that Nelly got that are might have been bigger than Ludacris. But I think Ludacris might have more hits because you know thousands of features plus his songs. But uh, I'm going Ludacris. I'm, I'm I'm going straight Ludacris. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I um I, I I was a bigger fan of Ludacris. I, I really just don't know. Like whenever Ludacris, you know, turns on like what's your fantasy and mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't know what Nelly I mean, Nelly Nelly has hot in here. Um he has uh I don't even know if I know the name of any Nelly songs. Like that's how bad it is because his songs are so big that you don't even know the name of them. Uh, Pimp Juice, Tip Drill, uh, Boy, Air Force Ones, Air Force Ones. He got some hits. I mean, 
I, I saw a list of hits uh, that they put for Nelly against Ludacris. And it was like songs you might hear, and I was like, "Dang, he actually more—he has more hits than I thought." But I just see Ludacris winning at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't, can't wait for that. Um, shout out once again to Timberland and Swiss Beats for continuing these beats, uh, beat battles. Mm-hmm. Um. The Erica Badu and Jill Scott battle already happened, but we're going to go ahead and save that for the next episode. So y'all stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, you know, Takashi, Takashi 69, man. I hope everything, you know, goes, you know, works out for the best. We don't want to see anyone, anyone else, uh, you know, uh, die in hip hop. You know, we've been already lost too many people, especially the violence. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, just positivity. Just keep yeah. positivity. Facts, facts. Always, always trying to advocate peace, bro. Always. All right. With that being said, I uh, appreciate y'all for listening to episode seven of the TNT podcast. And uh, till next time.